Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. All right. Hey, ho, let's go. This is Mark Allendary. Sitting across the table from me is Doc Griggs. And this is one of our favorite segments in which we get to talk about some of the public health updates for the past week. Before we get started, there are a couple things that I think are important for us to go over. One is that we talked about about a week ago or so that the estimates here in the U.S. for antibodies, in other words, those individuals that have tested positive in the past is about 10%. The WHO this past week all also came up with a similar number globally. So it looks like we're looking at a 10% both global and here in the US. Yeah, that's kind of scary. The other thing that I think is really important that I think that y'all are going to be hearing is this thing called the Great Barrington Declaration. And I just want to tear it down right now before any of you think that there may be some merit to this. You're going to make it so it's not so great? Yes. <laughs> so these <laughs> are these, these three infectious disease scientists, and there's an epidemiologist or two, and I think even in one of my colleagues, an infectious diseases physician. And basically, this proposal is essentially going to lead to isolating vulnerable disabled and older people so as to get to this idea of herd immunity. This is not medically savvy. I don't think anybody recognizes this as being a valid solution to the COVID-19 pandemic. I think there's there was two more really interesting stories that came out of the news last week. One was that California added a COVID-19 equity requirement to their counties before they were allowed to reopen. In other words, the county had to make sure that those individuals that were in the lower socioeconomic status of that community had to have the same test positivity rate as the entire county. So this way, it made sure that everybody was at the same level when the county opened, and they were mm -hmm. referring to that as their equity requirement, and I think that's awesome. That's amazing. Yes. And then lastly, I wanted to recognize that Dr. Fauci did warn Americans last week that we need to rethink Thanksgiving and coronavirus as a result of the surges. At the time of this recording right now, I don't know if you know this, but we had the highest, we exceeded 400,000 cases on Friday, the last time that Doc Griggs and I recorded. <laughs> really? Yes. And also that day, we had 71,000 cases here in the U.S. So wait, wait, wait. four hundred thousand cases as a Friday as a global, right? Wow. So essentially, Doctor Fauci is telling people, please stay home and please continue to mask, mask, mask more than anything else. Now, if I remember correctly, we had been talking about how the holidays were going to look different months ago, right? Yeah, would you yeah, say that's a very good hear point? Me today, quote me tomorrow. Right. There's, there's no hearing or quotes. We literally said this. Months ago, that Thanksgiving and well, we said Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas were going to be very, very different. Right. Who knew? So now on to the stories. 
So let's talk about COVID-19 and masking. So there was a really great article. It was a study that actually had come out. It was the Pentagon who did it, and it was the actually the Department of Defense. And what they essentially were trying to answer is what are the risks of contracting COVID-19 when traveling aboard a large commercial aircraft when most people are wearing masks? Now, we have documented here on Noise Filter, and we reviewed several studies that showed that when people were not wearing masks, So before the pandemic started, or before the lockdown started and the mask requirement started, people who were on airplanes were transmitting virus, and we have talked about it here on Mm -hmm. on Noise Filter. So what the Pentagon did was they took an airline, one of the commercial airlines, and they flew it 300 times in the air, on the ground, while they were taxiing, and they put a mannequin in there, and that mannequin was coughing up aerosolized, so not droplets, aerosolized particles that were the same size of the virus. And they set up 41 monitors or 42 sensors all over and in and around the plane. And the mannequin was wearing a mask. And so what they found was that it was far lower than 1% that would have a potential viral exposure or viral infection. That would be infected. Right, 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 that could be potentially infected, right. And that was largely due, one, to the fact of mask wearing, and two, even more importantly, to the amount of air exchange and how aggressive ventilation. So we have said over and over again on Noise Filter, right, it's all about mask wearing, it's all about ventilation. Now, listen, there were some huge problems with this, and I just want to be very clear, there were some limitations. Again, they did not look at droplets, they did not look at eating, they did not look at drinking. So what happens when somebody's walking around the airplane? What happens if somebody's eating or what happens if they're drinking? But I would say, like I told you just a couple days ago, Doc Griggs, I'm still cautiously optimistic. Oh, no. Here's the, here is the science, folks. This What I was saying was, I don't know if you heard this. The scientific process has been exposed, right? This is stuff that happens behind the scenes, and they've been discrediting us the whole time. Right. What you need to understand is, folks, we as scientists study everything. Right. Everything. They rigged a mannequin to cough, put a mask on it, set sensors up all around the cabin of an airplane just because we want people to understand. Now, there's some more stories that are going to come up that you'll see the scientific process. You talk, we listen, we study. Right. We show you the results, even if they don't agree with what you think. The whole purpose of science is to be objective, but... Can y'all imagine what that looked like with yeah. a, co- a coughing dummy with yeah. a mask on? Well, we've done that a couple yeah. times. Yeah. We have we've seen that. Talking co- about me, you call me a nah. coughing dummy. Oh no, no. But listen, <laughs> yeah. but I will say, you know what was I don't want to say what was dumb, but I can't believe I feel sort of dumb having to talk about it. No, no, no. You're which not dumb. which is the next story, oh. which was how they had to test for overexposure to carbon dioxide. Hey, Doc, watch, I'm gonna hold my breath. <gasps> So in this study, we've heard a lot of folks say that they don't want to wear a mask because of potential overexposure to carbon dioxide. (laughs) So it doesn't really work like that because I just want to remind everybody that carbon dioxide is a carbon atom Uh with dye. So that's two O2 atoms. And so how how small is that carbon dioxide molecule? Wait, wait, wait. Let me see. It's it's smaller. I'm trying trying to put my fingers together. Let me squint. Yeah, it's really, it's smaller than that. It's 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 really, really small, right? (laughs) right? So could an atom, when it's being blown out of your mouth, or molecule rather, consisting of carbon and two oxygen, can it just go right through the uh, material of the mass? Imagine a minnow... Minnow swimming through a, a tuna fishing net. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to just go right through. Yeah. So essentially what this, or water going through a chain link fence. Or, do, yes. or, or, or carbon dioxide going through a, a going cloth through mask. Cloth mask, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Even N95. Yeah. So essentially what these pulmonologists did was they just basically took 15 residents, which were young, healthy doctors. Poor residents. Uh, they, just, they just use us however they see right. fit, right? <laughs> and then they took older kind of veterans, right, that had lung disease. And mm-hmm. they basically tested them to see if there was any CO2 buildup as a result of them doing a couple of walking exercises or whatever when they wore a mask. And guess what? <gasps> yes. They could breathe. Yes. The, <laughs> the, the small study failed to demonstrate any gas exchange abnormalities. So for anybody who says that the mask is covering my face and it's limiting my oxygen intake or it's it's prohibiting carbon dioxide from being emitted from the mask, that is not true. We now have a study that actually shows it. But here again, here is the scientific process. You talk, you complain, you pay attention and we listen. We absolutely listen because we test it. That's and right. Now we have data to support it. Okay, so now let's talk about COVID-19 and viral transmission. These are a couple of topics that are near and dear to my heart. So real quick, I'm just going to kind of summarize a couple of studies that I thought that were really interesting last week. One was looking at super spreading events. Now, this is something that Doc Griggs and I talk about all the time is what happens. And so the study essentially looked at the very beginning of the outbreak and what they found by looking at um, the gene sequences of viruses that Mm -hmm. was found at the beginning beginning of the outbreak, that a very small number of people were responsible for a large number of of infections, Mm -hmm. whereas a large amount of people were not responsible for one-to-one transmission. Now, that the only exception is for people that live in house. So right. if people live in the same house as somebody that's infected with COVID, it's they proximity, could put proximity, lack exposure, of ventilation, yep. continue, all that. Yep. But what they found was this, and we've talked about it before, is that there are these people who are considered super spreaders. And so this one article focused in on that, but but it links up with, because our producer, Graham, also sent us an article. Mm-hmm. And this, <laughs> he sent me the article and I wrote back, I said, yeah, this is a great article. It's really academic. Let me find out if anybody else is talking about this. And literally the first paper I opened <laughs> after that was, <laughs> <Who knew? laughs> was exactly that. So we have to talk about it. So again, I want everybody to recognize, not Everybody transmits COVID. Um, we don't. We refer to it as homogeneous. Yeah. There is not a homogeneous transmission. And we're looking for what might what, what were be the, the cause what, for the difference. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but also equally as important, Eric, I will say this mm-hmm. is trying to identify who the super spreaders are. Right. And that's, right. I think, the next step of COVID nineteen. Yeah. This right. stuff is is fascinating. Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to noisefiltershow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.